I titled this little chat, The Rediscovery of Your Soul. I was standing there trying to talk to my wife, and she looked to be crying, but she was trying not to, and she was clacking away at the computer, and I said, what's wrong? And she's like, nothing. And I said, something's wrong. You're crying. And she's like, I'm not crying. And I said, what's going on? What are you feeling? And she's like, nothing. And I said, well, it's clearly not nothing. It's something. She finally turns. I don't want to feel this way. Well, how do you feel? Who cares how I feel? These feelings are stupid. I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to think these things. This is dumb. That's not really how it works, babe. And she's like, I'm sick of it. And I'm like, Carrie, don't you understand? You have a soul. And she's like, what are you talking about? You have a soul. It, it doesn't, it's not going to care what you think it should feel or what you think it should think. It's actually your job to discover what it feels and thinks and take good care of it. You can't just stuff it down and have it go away. Many of us are so out of touch with our souls that we aren't sure what we think, we don't know what we feel, and we're detached from ourself. When life happens to us, this is not an advantage. The tough guy routine is actually a lot weaker than the realization of my weakness and owning it and facing it head on and dealing with it and feeling your feelings and thinking your thoughts and then crying it out if you need to, yelling it out if you need to, writing it out if you need to, and then standing in a place of truth and doing the right hard thing. Psalm 42, 11, David says, Why are you so cast down, O my soul? Look at that. He's asking it questions. And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. He's aware. He knows that his soul is not the same thing as him. His soul is a part of him. His soul has distinct thoughts and feelings from him. David asks his soul questions. David tells his soul answers. He pleads with his soul. He exhorts his soul. He gives advice to his soul. We're called to befriend and almost pastor our soul. Weird, right? Yeah, it's a little weird, but it's also extremely biblical and healthy. It may feel things that you wish it didn't for reasons you don't like. It may feel things that you're not even in touch with, that you don't think you feel, but you actually do. You can tell it to stop feeling that way, but have you ever told any other human in the world to stop feeling the way they feel and have have it work? No, and your soul's just like that. It's funny, our little kids, my wife was telling me that if she just commands them to do a thing, she gets a certain level of response, and it's usually not very good, not wholehearted compliance, But if she carefully explains the thing and commands them, she gets a lot higher measure of compliance. Listening to your soul might help you have a lot more mercy on yourself and explaining to your soul why that is not reasonable is therapeutic to your soul. This sounds crazy, right? Like talking to yourself? Talking to yourself is not a sign you're crazy. Talking to yourself is a way to not go crazy. Check this one out. Psalm 131 verse 2. But I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother, like a weaned child is my soul within me. There's stuff that he really wishes he could have and he doesn't have it. There's disappointment. There's unmet expectations. There's loss. And his soul's not okay with this. Notice he does not treat his soul, like ignore your needs of your soul like a kid that has never received affection or touch, right? Can go emotionally numb and then have extreme problems connecting with people later in life. That's not his soul, right? It's it's a weaned child with its mother. It's not an abused child that's been neglected and ignored and told your feelings don't matter. Nor is it a spoiled, rotten soul that's told all that matters is what you want and you're the center of the universe. Nope. No, it's a, it's a soul that's been parented to where its feelings matter, but it's learned to line up and discipline and self-control and say, this is what I feel, but this isn't the reality in which I live and I know how to hold it back and I know how to... I'm with someone who loves me and takes good care of me. And here's what I've learned. If I don't listen to my soul to hear what it's really feeling and what it's really going through, I can't really tell my soul 
the things it needs to hear. Quarantine, COVID-19. Our souls are saying all sorts of stuff. I don't know that many of us are very in touch with it. Our souls are angry. Our souls are hurt. Our souls are scared. Our souls are in denial. Our souls are bargaining, saying it's going to be okay. I can get out of it. Our souls are freaked out, looking for someone to blame. Our souls are feeling a lot of things. You have a soul, whether it's convenient or not. Either get used to intentionally owning and caring for it, or get used to being oblivious as to what exactly is owning and controlling you.